All right, what's going on, guys? Hope you all are doing well. Man, I'm excited for today's episode. This is episode number eight of the Run Free podcast. And uh, this is just one I've been thinking a lot about the last two weeks. Um, But even more than that, something I've been learning about myself and and having learned from other coaches too is um, how to go to the starting line in a really good spot mentally. I don't know about you guys, but I used to put so much pressure on myself when I was heading to the start line and um, so much so that I remember before my first marathon, London Marathon 2007, I believe it was. Yeah, seven. And feeling so much pressure to perform. I remember going out to uh, catch the bus the morning of the race super early. You know, the sun's just coming up and we're all walking out to the bus and your friends, your family, your agent all kind of come to like see you off, say goodbye, say good luck. And uh, I remember being like almost moved to tears because I felt like I was like saying goodbye forever. Like (laughs) I felt like it was my funeral, you know. So I don't know if any of you guys have ever had that extreme of a case uh, heading to the start line being emo- crazy emotional like that and feeling all kinds of pressure and trying to manage all this stuff that's going on inside you but I think you know any runner can relate to a little bit of that um, and this is that was not something that was new for me you know like I was always just putting a ton of self-imposed pressure on me so but there were some things that people said along my journey um, that really freed me up on the start line. That like I went from feeling like I was carrying the weight of the world on my back to feeling free and light and just excited. And yeah, still nervous, you know. Like we want you to be like nervous, excited. We don't want you to be nervous putting pressure on yourself like there's a big difference there so um, we can embrace the nerves when it's like I'm just excited to get out there and perform I'm excited about this opportunity I'm a little nervous because I don't know how this is going to go I'm, I'm entering an unknown spot here but I'm just so excited to see what's going to happen and you know that's that's how we want you guys going to the starting line so my lofty goal uh, in this episode is going to be to kind of have that pre-race talk with you um, so I'm hoping that this might be an episode that you can bookmark it or I don't know, whatever you do to, to, to keep track of your podcasts that are good. Um, but I'm hoping that this can be one that, you know, you can pull it up when you're heading to the start line of the Chicago Marathon or um, your big major race that you're sh- shooting at. And this can be something that just kind of helps you, reminds you of some things about yourself that frees you up, that takes some of that pressure that you're feeling off and, and turns this back into what it was meant to be all along which is fun. That's really what it comes down to, right? Like that's why we run. That's why, I mean, there's lots of reasons why we run, but that's one of the reasons why we run. That's one of the reasons why we show up to the start line is like, cause it's supposed to be fun. And it doesn't mean fun, like feeling good. As you guys know, like running is hard and we're going to get into like, how do you work through pain in the race? But I think we got to go to the starting line like with a certain amount of childlikeness. It's just like, oh man, like I just, can't wait to get out there like this is gonna be so much fun to go go on this journey go on this road get myself to that finish line as best i can so kind of what i want to start with is uh some of the things that helped me along the way uh and i'm just gonna kind of jump right into it so when i ran 206 at the london marathon in 2008 
I remember being really excited at the at the race, um, before the race, and just about to head out for a warm up. And uh, you know, my coach at the time, Terrence Mahan, and you know, Terrence, I have just so much respect for him, and uh, he taught me so much about the sport and um, was so influential throughout my career. So. Um, you know, this is just one of the the few things I've learned from Terrence along the way. Um, but I'll never forget him telling me he's like, "Listen, like you already are a two oh six marathoner," and I believe like two oh six was kind of the time frame we were thinking we were trying to run two oh six. I had already run two oh eight um, in my debut marathon the year before, and we we're hoping to you know take a big big step of improvement off of that. But I just remember how powerful that was when he was telling me like, "You already are a two six marathoner and what he's getting after is he's like you don't have to do anything different today than you've been doing in practice all along like the race is supposed to be the fun part the race is the icing on the cake like the hard part where you suffer the most or at least in an ideal world is is in the training like the training's way harder than the racing is racing hard of course like is there extreme amount of pain towards it of course but i would i would say for myself like the training was the hardest part and so that just helped me so much much to like hear him be like you don't basically what I took away from what he said is like I don't have to become Superman today and man that just freed me up and like for you guys like you don't have to become Superman today you don't have to become Superwoman today like you just need to become the best you just need to be the best version of you that's it and you need to do the same thing that you've been training to do and practice all along. And you don't got to transform yourself into Superman. Like just be you. Just be the best version of you. And even if you're not feeling fully prepared for the race, like number one, anything is possible. You know, it doesn't matter how your prep's gone. It doesn't matter what nagging injury you might have. Like every single time you step to the start line, you have no idea. It's like opening a present. Like you might just hit it out of the park. And that happens all the time. I've seen it over and over again um, with pro marathoners and it could very well happen to you. But even if that doesn't happen, like the goal needs to be, how do I get a hundred percent out of myself today? It's not about like you trying to get a personal record. I mean, that's that's fine to have that as a goal, to go after a time, to go after a place, a Boston qualifier, whatever it may be. But I, I believe the deepest desire we need to have is to get 100% out of us on today. Whatever energy we have, whatever state we're in heading to the start line, like we're just trying to maximize whatever we have on the day given the conditions that you're going to be running in, all those factors that come into it. But the goal has to be just, I'm just going after how good can I be today? How much can I get out of myself today? Get 100% out of yourself today. And that, you know, that performance, it may land you a personal record. It may not. But I think you can walk away from the finish line satisfied knowing that you've given 100% of what you have today. So that's kind of what I want to start with is just be you out there. You don't you don't need to become Superman. You don't need to do anything different than you've done in training. Like 
let's just enjoy our fitness. Like, like I said, the race is supposed to be the fun part. So let's look at the race as like, this is a celebration of all the training that I've been doing. This is a celebration of all those hard long runs, all those hard tempos, all those injuries I went through, all the cross training I went through. No matter what your journey looked like, like the race is the celebration of all of that. And when we frame it that way in our mind, I think it, it kind of transforms it into something that's fun. So that was uh, Terrence and something he told me uh, before London. The next one I want to share with you guys is uh, from another one of my coaches who was my uh, coach. Uh, we used co-coaching with my dad uh, during my senior year in high school. And something that he would always say, and, and he didn't necessarily say this before a race, but he said a lot in training, but I think it's really applicable to racing as well. Uh, and he would tell me, just let your fitness come out. And I don't know about you guys, but oftentimes when I head to the start line of a race, I'm like, man, I'm going to push myself harder than I've ever pushed myself. I'm going to go deeper. You know, I'm just going to go so hard. And you're just like, you know, so fired up. Like, I'm just going to force this thing to happen, you know? And I think there is a part of that that can be good. I think we are supposed to insert our will on our race and be like, here we go. Like everything inside me is coming out. Like I'm going to get everything out, out of me today, you know, but I don't think forcing things physically is the way to, to maximize our potential. Like look at it as like your body, it wants to do what you want it to do. It wants to accomplish your goal. You're not fighting against your body. You're fighting with your body. And there's a huge, huge difference there. You are partnering with your body to accomplish your goal. And the way to do that is just to relax, to just let your fitness come out. Um, the harder you try, it's kind of like golf. Like golf drives me crazy, so I don't golf. But I don't like sports where where the harder you try, the worse you do. But in in some ways, running is like that as well. Like I can think clearly to uh, moments when I was just trying so hard. And what happens when you try really hard is you get tight, you get tense, you stop getting full range of motion out of your muscle. Um, just bad things start happening. Like the way to run fast is to stay as relaxed as you can for as long as you can. And you do that by just letting the fitness come out. You don't, you don't force it. Of course, like the last 10K of a marathon, you're going hard with everything inside you. But even in that moment, like you're not fighting against your body, you're fighting with your body. And you are digging down deep. You are going to the, that, that place deep down inside your soul to try and push through that pain. But it's not a fight against your body. Your body is not the enemy. It's there to help you get, get to the, get to your goal to partner with you. So just let your, let your fitness come out today. Something that uh, my dad, well, man, my dad, he's told me so many things that have been so helpful for me throughout my career. But um, one, of the, one of the things that freed me up a lot that he'd remind me of all the time before I'd head to the start line of races was, you know, this is supposed to be fun. And I kind of touched on this a little bit already, so I'm not going to spend too much time on this. But guys, like today in your race, like remember we're here to have fun, to enjoy this. Like we do all the train, we do all the work, all the preparation, everything that you've poured into this training, this buildup for this marathon. Like it was so that you could come to the race today and enjoy it. 
So let's not lose sight of that, you know, and it's good to have goals. It's good to have stuff you're going after, but I would argue that you can maximize your potential better by having fun than by being so focused on, I have to run this time. I have to run this place. I have to hit this split. Like to some extent, forget about all that stuff and just go have fun. Like go be a little kid, go play in the field, so to say. Um, I used to do this all the time. I remember before races, I'd be, I'd, I'd picture myself 30 years removed, 40 years removed and driving past the race that I'm currently at, that I'm currently heading to the start line on and thinking about like, how would my current self see my, or how would my future self, sorry, see my current self on the start line right now. And as I thought about that, I was like, man, my my old self driving by would just be like if i could talk to my current self would just be like man just just embrace this have fun with this like opportunities like this don't come along very often and the way to realize it is to have fun to enjoy the moment to seize the opportunity in front of you so that might be a helpful tool for you as well as like think like remove yourself from the situation and think about your current self and my dad used to tell me this think about your current self or i mean sorry your future self encouraging your current self and uh, you know that you might have to chew on that a little bit, and what that looks like, and what your future self would say to your current self. But um, something that was super, super helpful for me is I was feeling super nervous on the start line. Um, something that was cool too, like that my mom would always do is she would you know write out Bible verses for me and uh, and give them to me on the you know right before I'd head out to warm up or the day before the race and um is just kind of like her prayer verse for me and I I remember just holding on to those verses and how powerful those were for me to to hang on to because I feel like in the in my moments of like feeling a lot of pressure sometimes I just need to feel like I can take that pressure off me and I can give it to something or someone else and and when I have like scriptures I'm holding on to, inspiring quotes, whatever it may be, like those are ways that help me to kind of let go of the pressure and and remind me of of what what I want to be going after ideally. So um, that can be you know inspiring quotes, uh, scriptures like these can all be helpful things. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Chariots of Fire, but I love the scene where he had the Bible verse and uh, someone a competitor handed it to him actually, and he crumpled it up in his hand and he ran uh, the Olympic 400 meter final and won the gold medal you know while carrying this paper. And I don't know if that was Hollywood if that actually happened or not, but um, either way, it's like a cool it's cool to have something out there with you to remind you to put you back in perspective because you guys know you know when things start happening in a race it's very easy to lose perspective so if we have something like a bible verse that we're thinking of or a mantra like that's just something to kind of pull us back and get us back on track uh something that sarah she told me this before um the 5000 meter championships back uh when i was had just graduated from stanford and um i was trying to to qualify for my first world championship team and right before i went to the start line she said she told me be bold and she got that that was also a verse from the bible speaking of bible verses um but that that was just like really helpful to me because i think it's important for us as we go to the start line that we treat these races that we're in 
as we would treat big wave surfing out in the ocean. It's like, yes, you have a healthy respect for the ocean. If you're paddling out and you're going out in 20 foot waves, like, yes, you better have like a healthy respect for the ocean. Um, you know, you, you got to take that seriously. And same with marathoning or 10 K or whatever you're training for, like have a healthy respect for the distance, but we do not want to let that healthy respect spill over as fear. And it's really, really easy for, at least for myself is really easy for that to happen. You know, I'd go from having healthy respect to the marathon to being afraid of the pain that I was going to encounter at mile 20, afraid of, uh, you know, can I hold this pace for the entire duration of the race? Like it just very easily turn into fear. And we do not want fear. I can tell you that for certain. Like that, that is not what we want on the starting line. So um, being bold, it reminded me to be aggressive, you know? Like it's like I'm gonna have respect for this thing, but I'm also like, I'm on the attack. I'm on the I'm on the offensive. I don't know about you guys, but like when I watch NFL games and one team gets ahead and it's getting towards the end of the game, and then they start going like into like defensive, like ultra conservative mode, just trying not to let the other team score. And I feel like they lose like every single time. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm not a football guy, but um so I I could be wrong on that. But I just I hate it when they start playing conservatively. Um and it, I feel like it doesn't work. And it didn't work for me throughout my career. So I encourage you guys like be bold out there. Like let's go after this thing. Like let's not be fearful. Let's really go for it. And you know that was something Sarah and I kinda got into on the last podcast a little bit um about how do you break free of failure. And that's that's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day. But um anything that's causing you fear, like let's let that go. Like I do not want you guys going to the start line afraid. So let's be bold out there. Let's have a healthy respect for the distance, but like, let's go after this thing. And I I used to always tell people it's much easier to slow down in a marathon than to speed up. And, uh, you know, people would laugh when I would say that. And, you know, I'm like kind of joking, but I'm kind of not too, because there's something about like starting out something and, and, Guys, don't don't take this the wrong way. I'm not saying that like you should go out way faster than planned, but you should you should stick to the plan. But it's okay to like be be aggressive, you know. Like don't be afraid of going out too fast. Like go out on the pace that you should be going out on, of course, or run the effort that you should be running, of course. But it's okay to like be aggressive and to get after it. Um, and I mean, if you think about it, and I, I think about this all the time, when I get to mile 20 of a marathon, it doesn't matter if I've been running six minute pace or five minute pace, like I'm gonna be tired either way. And it's gonna be hard to speed up either way. So that's why, you know, I, I only I think I only negative split one marathon in my pro running career. And that was the Olympic trials when we went out super slow um, back in 2007. So um, I think there should be something to be said for having healthy respect, but also being bold and going out and attacking at the same time. Uh, so kind of starting to, to wind down a little bit here, and something I touched on already, but I want to just go into it a little bit more, is just to really focus on your breathing. Uh, not obviously in the race yes breathing is important but even before the race i don't know about you guys but like i tend to hold tension in my shoulders in my neck my forehead even which is why i'd wear sunglasses all the time to try to to release some of that tension so i wasn't like 
you know, causing wrinkles in my, in my face and causing everything to tense up. Um, but relaxation and controlling, being able to relax through doing some real deep belly breaths, like just like before you start this race, like shake everything out, take deep breath and just relax everything like let go of all the tension in your body because as i said like the way to push through pain isn't to try harder but it's to relax through the pain and then i just want to remind you guys like i don't know this is just it's a really strong core belief that i have and it's 100 percent okay like if you don't necessarily share this same belief but um i really believe that what makes each one of us special doesn't have anything to do with our performances and realizing that just allows me to not have to prove myself out there. I don't have to prove myself to myself, which is probably the person I try and prove myself to the most, um, to my coach, to, um, to friends, family, other people in the race, uh, people at work. Like, What really makes me special doesn't have anything to do with how fast I run today. And really believing that, really buying into that should free you up from feeling like you have to perform to make your coach proud. And that's why, like, when I was thinking through these things and, like, what do I I want the last thing to be that I tell Sarah before she runs Berlin? And I was like, you know what? I remember when people would tell me, like, my dad would tell me or my coach would tell me or Sarah would tell me before race. It's be like, I'm just so proud of you. Like, I'm just so proud of you. And that just made me feel like oh okay like they're already proud of me before the race like I don't have to do anything to earn their love and that would just free me like I'd feel light after that so you know that was the last thing I told Sarah and um before she went to the start line Berlin I was like man I'm so proud of you you know and same thing for my athletes I'm coaching they're getting ready for Chicago that will be racing on Sunday Frank Nancy Dan pulling for you guys you guys are gonna you guys are gonna roll so excited see how you guys can do but that's what I want my athletes to know is like I'm so proud of you and there's nothing you can do out on the course today to make me more proud and there's nothing that you can do to make me less proud and uh, you know that's something that I'm kind of stealing from you know my faith, and I believe God sees us all the same that with that same way. Like there's nothing we can do to make Him love us any more, and there's nothing we can do to make Him love us any less. And that's how I want my athletes to go to the start line with this feeling of like I am enough. What makes me special doesn't have anything to do with with today with this performance. Like I'm running out of who I am, not to prove who I am. Man, that that is just so important that we get that, that, that we're in that mindset going to the start line. Like, I'm not out here to prove myself. I'm, I'm out here to let myself out, to let the best version of me out. Um, and, and I know that the people that matter the most to me, like, are proud of me no matter how I run today. And those are the people we should be thinking about during the race. And that's kind of what I want to leave you guys with is uh is 
you know, the race is going to get hard. And I think that's one of the things that I would carry to the start line that would weigh me down the most is I was really worried about the pain that was coming my way. And I was really nervous about that. I mean, I get nervous about that going to the dentist, you know, like, I think we can all kind of relate to that. Like, anytime you're about to undergo some suffering, like, there's some natural nerves that come with that. But some things that helped me along the way, and you know, not to like shamelessly plug my book, which I'm doing, but um, this was, I, I believe the mantra was actually like I got this from Dina Castor or someone up in Mammoth. I don't remember who it was, but the whole run the mile you're in, it's like just be present in what you're doing right now. Like forget about mile 26, forget about mile 25, forget about, you know, all those hard places of the race those hills late in the race whatever it is like forget about all that stuff because you have the grace you need to get through this moment right now you have the grace you need to get through this mile and to do a great job in this mile but I don't know about you guys sometimes I would just start thinking about all that was to come and how hard this road was going to be and I would mentally just start to like lose it you know I'm like I I can't do this. Like, it's too hard for me. And I'm right. Like, it is too hard for me to do mile 23 when I'm in mile one. Like, amazing things happen when we just stay present in in the grace that is with us in this present moment to get us through this this tough patch that we might be in or maybe it's an easy patch like enjoy the easy miles and uh and don't worry about the hard miles that are come just be present and if you know you're feeling great at mile three of the race mile four in the race race like just savor that you know savor like how good this feels and oh man like this is such amazing experience the crowd is so good it's so loud out here i feel great you know like savor that like don't let future worries rob you of current joy so you're gonna have those you're gonna have good and bad patches in the marathon another thing you know i picked up from dina and meb up in mammoth is like you're gonna you're gonna have good and bad patches like that's that's part of the marathon but i think the way to get through those is to really just focus on what you're doing right now. Stay present in what you're doing right now. Man, I hope this has been helpful for you guys. I know this isn't a super long podcast, but if you're listening to this on the bus to, to the start of your marathon, you might be out of time anyways. Um, but I also want to just encourage you guys lastly with, you know, as I was talking about how do we deal with pain? How do we deal with the suffering? How do we push through it? So this is this is really interesting. So the strongest man on the planet, he can deadlift more than anyone on the planet. When he's picking up that weight, he's visualizing the weight on top of his kids. And it's like he's trying to rescue his kids. And you hear about, you know, moms who like pick up cars off their babies when it rolls on them. I don't know if that ever actually happens, but (laughs) you hear stories about that. And you hear about stories about like, uh, I love this one actually, doing muscle testing where you just put your arm out straight and then someone tells you like, think about someone you love and then they push down on your arm to see how strong you are. And then they say, okay now think about someone you hate and they push down and like you're so much weaker when you're thinking about someone you hate 
And so the reason why I bring up those couple examples, it's like love is going to be what gets you through those tough moments of your race. When you're suffering, when you're hurting, and I do this all the time throughout my career, like I would picture Sarah, I'd picture her face, I'd picture her in all the ways she supported my buildup. Like there's something about getting outside of yourself and even doing, better yet, doing something for someone else. Like I can get a lot more out of myself when I'm focused on, man, I'm doing this for our foundation or I'm doing this for kids in Africa who don't have access to clean water or I'm doing this just out of love for my wife or love for my parents or love for my friends or love for everyone. Like let love get you through those hard moments. And that's what I want to leave you guys with. Like let, let love come out of you today. And when it gets tough out there, think about those people you love and, uh, and think about how proud of you they are in that moment, trying to get everything out of your body that you can. All right, guys, it's been fun. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Man, wish you guys all the best in your race, whether it's today or or down the line. Like I said, go have fun. My dad used to always tell me, happy feet make light feet. Just go enjoy yourself. Be a little kid playing out in the forest. Um, just, Just enjoy yourself. Stay present in the present moment, and I think you'll find the grace to get through every mile, and you'll find yourself at the finish line. All right, guys, signing off for now. Good luck.